it's the Breaking Atoms podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Summit, and I don't have an AKA, so screw you all. AKA, screw you. <laughs> okay, that yeah, works. Yeah, AKA, screw you, Chris. That'll work. I'm Chris Mitchell, one half of the Anonymous Nerds, co host of the Breaking Atoms podcast. Uh, my AKA today is Do You Think Your Wu Tang Sword Can Defeat Me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have done the score one, the Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, before the Fuji Laugh. Before the Fuji yeah. Laugh. That's like one of the best skits ever. I love that. That's my favorite skit. Hilarious. Game. So another another episode. Today we're gonna to be talking about social media. Right? Dun dun all about we're gonna be Are we all gonna be the old men in the club today. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay. With, with, with them boot cut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worn boot cut jeans in about six, seven years. You're still rocking with the skinny, right? No, no, no. Even skinny. I mean, you know, my lady put me onto the the tapered cut. The tapered um, yeah. cut. Yes, it's, it's thing called it's it's tape, right? Life. Yeah, right, life. right, right, right. No. We'll be talking about uh, social media, so we'll be all up in your comments, likes, comments, and cheers, poking and pinging and all sorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you remember BBM pin? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that was like I, that was lying one time. It's like you know, you see a young lady and you go up to her and say, "What's your pin?" I remember I just put, "Yo, my pin, BB pin." Oh yeah. my god, what was wrong with me? That was the wave at the time. That was the wave. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I think good place to start would be the advantages and mm-hmm. how we use social media in different aspects. So we both use it professionally, yep, and also personally. Mm-hmm. I obviously use it probably more. Have used it more uh, professionally. You can see the advantages and and the way in which you can help businesses and brands grow because yeah. social media is and in fact a an extension of a brand. Yeah, I often say. Um, when I'm doing consultations or working with different uh, colleagues and departments that social media is it's not just a place where you can upload your holiday photos right or send messages it's a it's a it's a massive database so you know when you when you go on Facebook for example listeners and you like the breaking atoms podcast page we have a page we have a page oh wow so if you go on, on Facebook and you like the Breaking Atoms podcast page, you're basically saying to Facebook, hey, I like this podcast. What will then happen is other podcasts with similar content, and I say similar because your content ain't touching ours, but other podcasts will then start to advertise to you. (laughs) So it's like a massive database. Right. It makes the world smaller. It helps brands connect with consumers, and consumers can connect with brands, and it's just made the world a lot more accessible. Yes. It's It's like playing Mario. It's like a big, massive Mario universe kingdom with lots of fun and different things to do right right and, it, and like you said it makes everything smaller um and it's a good thing because i feel later we'll be going into more of the hardcore heavy mental health mm-hmm. you know how it can be detriment to personal life and then relationship but i think it's important to add that you know social media and i include youtube in this yep um and you know the likes of twitter facebook snapchat periscope you know vine rip so many of yeah. them like Friendster, do you remember Friendster? Yep, yep. yep. High Five, were you on High Five? No, I wasn't. I, but I, I remember, I could have. Was I on High Five? Possibly. I was Possibly. definitely on MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. I was living I go to MySpace on... when I want to be alone. Did you? No, now. Now. No oh wow. Why you gotta do that? And also, I gotta, why why are you going at people for already? We we're not even got. No, like... shots fired early. Shots. <laughs> Yeah, early. Okay. I mean, you know, was it Tom? Tom was my space dude. Yeah, yeah. Tom. Yeah, He's Tom. my friend. He yeah, was my Tom, first friend. Tom's rich, man. He's I like man. Tom. Yeah, Tom's, was, Tom's chilling. Why was he always? Was he doing that kind of model pose? He's looking back like he's like, like hey, like, look he, at my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? Nah, Tom. Tom. Tom knew he was getting money. You could take poses like that when you're getting money. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. no one can't tell anything because you just pay him to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of striking a pose and uh, and uh, being a model, let's talk about the advantages of social Your media. Segway game is mad. It's terrible. No, 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 dude, it's good, but. Okay, work, yeah. I work on it work better, yeah? That. Work, work on that. that. Work so, that. like, 
we a lot of people now talk about social media, but we forget about how important it is in war torn society uh, environments. Uh, we we forget about how it can present a real uh, picture of what's going on, mm-hmm. right? So if we look at what's happening in places in the Middle East or it happened in Egypt, uh, what's happening in in other parts of the world. Social media then becomes this part where people can have these authentic voices, where they're doing vlogs, where they're doing Instagram videos. I mean, governments are shutting down social media networks because they see the power of it. And Don't, so in that respect... Haven't it, they shut down social media like North Korea? Yes, I think China as well. There's some, uh, some social media apps don't work there, okay right okay. and so they see because they don't want information to to get out they want to control but that's where social media has a, a really big advantage and mm. sometimes i think we forget that but it's, it, it reminds me of when the whole grenfell tower thing oh happened. yeah yeah like if it wasn't for social media i don't think i would have had a clear idea as to what was actually going on um yes. i think in many ways the tv and the radio downplayed as much as you know you're thinking how can you downplay something like that but i think they actually downplayed this they, event, they, the event they um but when yeah. you go on social media and you had people saying listen we have friends who we have not seen yeah this is this building is burnt to a crisp we haven't seen these people where are these clothes gonna go and they're taking pictures and videos and you can actually see what's going on in the front on, on the front line um it's a great thing because you're getting pure information it's yes about, you know, and real time yeah purity of content authentic then, and i mean you know there's a whole thing of fake news but in this respect and what we're talking about yeah absolutely it gave everyone an insight into the atrocities of what happened and how sad it was and how sad it continues to be mm-hmm. but it also gives us that voice to put the pressure on the relevant people's necks yeah the authorities to to make that difference right get 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 down get down and do some next step in yeah so like say example when so now Stormzy says it you know uh, the Brit Awards at a, a moment where he has a lot to lose which you you know we, we talked about where you said you know he has a lot to lose and he he chose that moment to to mention Grenfell to to tell the Daily Mail to go suck his beep see I didn't swear see um you just beat yeah I know but I didn't swear so he did all of that but that's important because now that gets shared yeah on social media then becomes a vehicle that's how i heard about it right because I, I don't watch the brit awards i don't watch award shows full stop you don't no because it's just it's just a backslapping exercise for record labels right um but i heard about the whole stormzy thing online um and i just yeah you know not to go off on a tangent but i applaud him it's an and important like, moment and like i said before you know for someone to do something like that when they're at the peak of their careers mm. um it takes a lot of bravery because a lot of people think about the bottom line and how much they're getting paid. This is a this is a guy who's just signed to Atlantic. He's got a three year partnership with Adidas. These are not small brands. Like these are serious people. Um, and like I said before, a lot of people only rage against the machine when the machine stops working for them. The machine is very much working for him right now. So for him to do that, now you got to applaud it. it. It's it's important. And I'm buying his album off the strength because we need to protect. Him. Have you not? You should listen to the album. It's good. I've heard some songs from it. It's good. But I want to own it now. And put some money in his pocket because these people will come and get him. No, he's he. It's a good album. He's it's a national a, treasure. We have got to protect him. We have to protect him. Michael Omari Junior, we got you. <laughs> Don't the, worry. Because obviously, you know, there's parallels that we drawn to like Kanye on that telethon when he's next to Mike Myers, and yeah, he that's says, a classic you know, moment, right? And look what we did to Kanye. We know we supported him, but we also almost laughed at him too a little bit. And nah, yo, Kanye, Kanye crazy. He made, he made Jesus, man. We had to let him go after that one. Yeah. But then he also stood next to someone that we're not going to mention yeah. recently too. But that's a different I'm story. I'm all for exiling people from the community. I'm but, down. But, but that moment itself, just I, it, I, my mind cannot 
I can't not just think of that. And I think in this situation, we've got to protect that, and we can use social media to do that, right? Yes, we so can now, use now it to mobilize, right? So look at even what happened with Hillsborough, the atrocity in Hillsborough, right? So for you know twenty odd some years, where you know ninety six football fans lost their lives um, due to you know the incompetency of the police. Right. And who try to cover it up. Mm. And, you know, the Thatcher government, um, you know, helped cover that up and all that. If it wasn't for social media, change.org and the fact that you could circulate things like that, because you couldn't do that 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you could have brought it to parliament. Yeah. And these people now, these families finally got some sort of closure. Yeah. It's not going to bring back their loved ones, but no. it brought back some closure. And that's, and that's where social media the things that we harp on about about oh this it has that effect and that's mm. important we can't lose sight of that yeah. because as i said and i've said in previous podcasts it's technology it's not about the technology it's about how you use it but how you wield it but that's the whole premise of black mirror yes yeah well, that, they're uh, basically brilliant. saying that the technology itself is not bad no yeah but it's what we do with it and sometimes how this technology can bring the bad things out of us yes so the technology in its natural state i mean look I would love to be able to look into someone's eyes and read their mind or be able to teleport right. to Jamaica as and when I feel like it. Right. But, you know, the problem is is when you start teleporting to places that you ain't really supposed to be and, you know, all, all that crazy stuff happens. Even look at something the intent, like... The intent is in the hand of the user. Right. So look at something like gas, right? We have ga- gas, like natural gas. Okay, I was thinking Because... Gas. Who's gas? Everyone's gas. But on social media, everyone's gas. Oh, no, no, no. That's a good straight, segue. See, a yeah, good segue. Straight, straight helium. Yeah, straight <laughs> but yeah. Look, if you look at gas or things that we use every day in our households, right? If you wield it in a certain way, it could be very destructive. Yeah, you leave that gas on overnight, you're gonna get blown up in the morning. Absolutely, kaboom! Absolutely. In that respect, that Black principle. The room. Right. So that that um that principle. But speaking of Black Mirror, the the 15 million, I think it's 15 million merits. The whole episode. Yeah. Um, with the social currency. With the social currency. And there's another episode as well called Nosedive. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, well, I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay, Proceed. I'll, I'll watch that. But Proceed. I, I watched that uh, episode and it's just our lives. Yes, there, you know, that, that might be happening somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. right? But that is our lives at the moment. The currency of social media um, and how now we're getting into this, I don't know, this lull, right? Where we've almost somehow forgotten the powers of it and we're just regurgitating this vicious cycle of we need to post this i need to do that oh i should do this and i need to do that and we've just we've established these norms right so you know throwback thursday has to be a picture of you as a kid fine it's all fine it's fine monday motivation has to be this wednesday wisdom has to be this and so we've established these norms now Mm, and now these it's monoculture right and these are now rules Mm. that we have to so like almost abide by and we worked in places and we probably consult with brands and they feel they need to now do that because that's the thing to do think about rules though Mm -hmm. they can be made to be broken yeah don't be flagrant in how you break them and don't hurt people but you set your own rules yeah i agree and these these platforms are there for you to do so to set your own path to set your own way and also it's there for you to kind of express the uniqueness of your own personality like I find a lot of times with social media, people feel they have to be something else. Right. You have, you have, you've ever see, uh, you know, seen a social media platform or someone's profile mm. and they, they seem to be the most outspoken, confident, sassy, you know, just speak their mind type person. And when you meet them, just like really introvert, shy, quiet, don't want to look you. And it's just like, it's two different people. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things about social media that really grind my gears is that I don't know who is who anymore. I don't but know who is who anymore. Some could argue that those people don't know who they are either. 
and so people lose themselves. Well, I mean, people people will lose themselves if you know they have a selection of you can literally be who you want to be. Yeah, I am not on social media all that much, mm-hmm. and when I'm not on social, I go dark. Right, I'm like Jack Bauer. I go dark. Like see to you, I'm dark. Mm-hmm. Right, no one, you know, you're not going to hear from me. I'm not going to repost much because really, I don't have much to say. And I feel if I have not nothing to say, why am I bothering? I also find that now we live in timelines. And if you're not in the top of people's timelines, they're not thinking about you. Oh, no. And if you're not that and you're not front of mind. So, you know, if you're not on social media, if you're not posting, if you're not doing stuff, then, you know. No one cares for, about pe- you. Or people, for, people can actually forget you exist. Right. And so I the phone calls stop. Phone calls stop. messages stop. Everything stops. Yeah. And I found that even as an experiment, I'll do that. Like sometimes I just don't want to be on social and I want to take a break and that's fine. Like, I don't have a lot of these social media apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. If I want to go onto Facebook, I log in through my Chrome browser. Right. Right? Don't, don't, I, plug, don't plug Google. Why? No, no, no. They're not paying us for promotion. Okay. I don't have the Twitter app. Again, go through my web browser. Yeah. Right? Anything I have is Instagram. And if even that, I'm logged out. But if I'm not on social, the amount of people that don't contact me in compared to the amount of people that contact me when I am on social, it's a vast difference. Do you take is is that your way of taking like what they call a social media detox? Yes, okay. I like to do that because sometimes you just want to take a break. Yeah. But more importantly, it's the friends that I actually have. How many of them are actually my friends because they are thinking about me, or how many of them are actually oh, Sumit forgot about him. So it's almost a uh, filtering process. Yeah. I, I like that Because I, I will message people Or call people I'm, Maybe I'm just old school I'll call message people Because you know what I just thought of you yeah, Hey man how you doing I ain't got time for that Why not mm. That's the old way mm. But now I feel like Some people just Ain't nobody got time for that Okay Mm-mm. But genuinely speaking like I, th- I think sometimes People just forget And it's yeah. easy to Because we live our lives Through these timelines But I also think When something is made Easy to do oftentimes That's when you don't do it Wow! Because someone's literally at the at the, it's. I don't think it's a a, a coincidence mm. that when it was harder for us to contact each other, we contacted contacted each other more. When we had to write letters to each other, when we had to send, you know, um, we didn't have WhatsApp, for example. You could only call people six p.m. on one to one. I'm going old school now. Yeah, I remember one that one. Yeah, 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 free yeah. calls, local calls to call someone. When someone called your mobile. That was the realest call because you know they paid for it. But now we've got WhatsApp. We've got Telegram, we've got Facebook Messenger. Someone called me on Facebook Messenger the other day. I was frightened. I thought Jesus You can call on back. Facebook Messenger? You can call on Facebook Messenger. I thought Jesus was coming through the computer. Draper just called me on WhatsApp. This is what I'm yes! saying. This is what I'm saying. So it's, it's funny how we have so many means of effective communication, but we don't communicate as well or as often anymore. Wow. And then when we do communicate, it's listen to me. It's not an interactive, it's not a discourse. It's listen to me. Well, like, like, don't at you, me. Don't at me. Don't at me. Don't debate me. Why? So you just want to say what you want to say. And you don't want anyone to debate you or challenge you because, oh my God, you might actually learn something new. But why are people like this? It, I mean, I'm guessing they were already like this before they got on social. Probably but now not. it's just a it's soapbox just, for no, them. No, don't, don't at me. End of. It's destructive. That's not, that's not constructive at, at all. It's destructive because... Sometimes people see their timeline as their audience. You are someone who I speak to or speak at. I don't speak with you. I speak at you. So this is their kind of, not maybe the wrong word, but their pulpit. 
But of, of course, it's no different to a pulpit, dude. It's we often look at the news and the media and say they have an agenda in terms of the news and the media they present yes, to us, right? Yes, yes, yes. Our yes, timelines yes. are no different. You said, yeah, they're biased. They they reflect what we what we feel our insecurities. We curate our lives yes. on our timeline. Let's and do we're, these timelines, and we're giving you, and we're all guilty of it. I put my yeah, hand we up. all do it. We're giving you the best of what our lives have to offer. If I fail my driving test eight times, right? For example, it's very unlikely that I'm going to post on Facebook or Twitter or whatever that, that I failed fail. my driving test eight times. But I'll post about it when I do pass it. And is that, is that due to the kind of pressure that we feel that we have to be seen on social media to be doing yeah, something need, well need, or good? You need, you need, or, that, you need oh, that hit of dopamine, dude. Right. And gonna... also, we're in an age where, and I hate to sound like the old man in the club, but boy, I'm on a wheelchair right now. <laughs> um, my thing is, we try to distance ourselves so much from failure. Oh, we don't want to fail. We don't want to fail. Or we don't want to be seen to fail. But we forget that failure and success are synonymous with each other. Dude, if we we have to fail in order to progress. I fail all the time. Dude. We have to fail. We have to can't be afraid to fail because how else are you gonna damn learn? Yeah. But people online, I don't. I, but you know what it is, dude. I look at the I look at the the occasions in my life where I failed, and I've kept it quiet. Right. Then the thought light bulb went off in my head. How many other people have failed in, in, in such a similar way or even in the same way and they never said either? So what we now have is a cycle of people on social media, me included, you included. All we're doing is just kind of giving the fluffy information. Uh, these are our wins. These are our successes. This is what we bought. This is what was given to us. This is how much money we made. This is our new job. And then we just live in a really fluffy, pastel-coloured, soggy, alternate universe. And all we're doing is perpetuating... The vicious cycle where young kids who are impressionable will look at, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, my heart goes out to young young kids um, because of social media. And I tell you why. Um, no disrespect to my friends who are parents, but we have a generation of children who are now living their lives in, in, in the lens of the camera. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of moments are being missed. I've, I've seen instances where, you know, a young child may do something funny or, you know, like maybe walk for the first time and instead of enjoying this moment, we're reaching for the camera. Well, it's the old adage of do it for the gram. Oh, yeah. So That's become part of our culture now. It's a, it's, do it's, it. Can we get a picture for the gram? Do it for the gram. Yeah. That's what we've come to. But then surely like for the, the kids growing up, and I'm trying to play devil's advocate here too, surely for the kids now, it's also a good thing that they have this access to all this technology and that they can interact with people from all different cultures and... My man, there's nothing... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I wish... I wish we had some of this technology. Do you think I wanted to be in the record shop, like, at 6pm on a Wednesday afternoon, combing through CDs, think, trying to find something to buy? You literally can now go on Apple Music, Tidal, whatever, yeah. find the music, find any bit of information you want. You, like, I remember my first mobile phone, just calling Manchester, for example, I had a friend up there. And how crazy my phone bill was. Now you got kids with iPhone sevens and whatnot. They can call on 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 WhatsApp and Telegram yeah, 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 yeah. and FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime and so technology is 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 amazing. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And I would say to all the young people listening to this now, enjoy the technology, man. Have fun. It's only gonna get better. But I will just implore you to consider how you're using that technology and make sure you're using it for good. Because a lot of you aren't use a lot of us. Because I don't want to sound like I'm preaching to people. A lot of us are not using it in the right ways. We're being destructive with the technology. We're using that technology to hurt people 
and we are also hurting ourselves through the way we use the technology. Right. Because, you know, people go on their Facebook timeline or not even go on their Facebook timeline anymore because when they do go on there, all there is is just a flurry of this fake life. You know, I'm just trying to show how great my life is. I know people... But actually, they're just really upset. I know people... I know, dude, I literally know people who may be suffering from depression, but their Facebook timelines and Twitter timelines will not tell you that. It will not tell you that. I remember someone said to me, oh, I'm really stressed. I was talking to them and they were like, oh, I'm really stressed. And I was confused, but I said, but on your timeline this morning, you just said you're too blessed to be stressed. Like, it's only a couple <laughs> hours later. <laughs> too cool for school. That kind of stuff. So was that too blessed to be stressed? Too blessed to be stressed. Sounds good. <laughs> oh. It sounds good, but that should, that's not the reality, then don't say it. You should have said to make that a meme. No, nah, I felt sorry for that person. Like, you know, that's kind of like, um, like uh, inspirational quotes. Like yeah. They, they could have done that. There's too many of those. It's too many of those. Too many of those. And a lot of those people are not coming up with those quotes. No, they're being stolen and plagiarised. So then how does that affect relationships, right? So friendships, loving relationships, how does it affect that? Because it, should, it might cause an increasing amount of pressure uh, where people now can go onto someone's wall, stalk them, see what your ex is doing, mm. see what your prospective person do. You go to Tinder or one of these, one of these apps and you go, oh, I'm check their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram. Employers do it, for crying out loud. Yeah, I work, I've worked in recruitment. Social media, listen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're applying for a job, make sure you do a social media audit before you apply for the job. I've literally been in offices where a CV will come through the inbox and the first thing they'll do is just go on, on, on your social media and see what you're saying. Like, wow. some people don't get to the interview stage because of their social media. And their views on it. Yeah. So that pressure you put on relationships then also becomes almost self-inflicted. Absolutely. We are constantly in the pursuit right. of the perfect relationship. And we also, as humans, we like to have, you know, uh, we like to be affirmed by other people. Validated, yes. That's the word, validated. So oftentimes, you know, social media will put pressure on your relationship. Um, you've got to put a picture up of your significant other. Right. Or you have to put a picture up on, on your anniversary. Or you have to put a picture up on a birthday. Like, you know, certain instances where some people will say happy birthday to their partner on Facebook, but won't say it to them in real life. It's crazy. Or when they're sitting right next to them. They're sitting right next to you. Instead of saying, baby, happy birthday. Hope you have a good day. They're going to post a picture. And most of the time, they'll post a picture with them in it. That's something I never understood. I, I love the thing of going, oh, happy birthday to so-and-so, at with so-and-so. I just don't, I don't, I, me personally, I don't, Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I mean, I wish someone would tag themselves in when they're at Chicken Cottage, but no, we can't do that. <laughs> no, we, we ain't going to do that. We're, we're, when we're at Claridge's though. Claridge's, yeah, yeah. afternoon tea and that. Yeah, we're going to be tagging it up there. So the other thing I was going to say then, that we're constantly putting our private life out there, is how it can make you stressed out. Mm, mm. And that stress can also then become self-inflicted mm. because then we're holding up a facade of a, of a of you, a character of you that's not really you, but you're holding it up for the gram, for Facebook, for Snapchat, and then that becomes hard to maintain because mm. ultimately if you keep faking the funk, you're going to get caught at some point. Yeah, of course. That goes without saying. That goes without saying, dude. And like... To play off what you just said, that constant feed of putting our private lives and our relationships out there on the flip side of things then puts your relationship up for scrutiny. And people feel that they have... Uh, people have an opinion on your relationship. So, like, you're, as an artist, mm -hmm. then, this is an interesting thing. And thanks for bringing it up because social media was very key in terms of um, 
helping me with my music career. So I don't, I don't want to sit here and be, you know, talking about social media is the devil. No, no, it's of not, course, of course. Good, it's a good thing. But as an artist, do you find then you get a lot of, let's put feedback in inverted commas, where people feel that they have the right to start telling you how to approach your art? Of course, I've had people rearrange my track list for me. When the music comes, like, here it is. So people say, oh, you know, I put track four uh, and swapped it with track eight. That's my art. And people just feel like they can just do that. And people feel like they can just reach out to you on social media. Like, with me personally, mm-hmm. if someone reaches out to me, I reply. Because I, I think it's part of remaining humble. Yeah. And also, you know, making use of the benefits of social media by being in touch with people. But there are some times where, you know, people can become a bit, a bit familiar. I think people f- also sometimes forget that social media is about being social. So, you, like, I always think about it, going down the pub, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't go down the pub and take a picture of your ass and put it up in front of someone, would you? You wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't. So people forget that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go to a uh, pub and go, hey, let's talk about the Man United-Liverpool game, but don't at me, bro. Yeah, let's not, I want to tell you what I think about this football game, but don't respond. Yeah, you're not going to do that at a pub yeah. because it's, it's just not going to happen. Well, and that, so people forget that while it's a different medium, the whole idea of it is to communicate, yeah. is to engage. It's, it's, you know, think about what you could do from an activist point of view, which a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Where they getting so, Social media is great for that. For that, it's great. Yeah. But we, like I said, we get into this lull of we've got to post this pretty picture of ourselves, and followed by a quote like that's gonna inspire me yeah like i've, I've never like i do i was on instagram one day you know doing what i do on the east streets on the east streets and there what there's they, there's what they call instagram models right so i clicked on one instagram models like instagram models this one girl right she had over like four hundred thousand followers right all her timeline was yeah was pictures of her 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 behind and her breasts and her chest or whatever you want to call it and i sat there and i thought to myself you've got four hundred thousand followers do you know what kind of good in the world you could do like that's a small army that's a that's a small army but some people would say you know it's one of those kind of body body positive pages that she's inspiring people to become and i i get that part but I just sat there and I just thought, there's so much more you could do with this. Like, if I had, if I had one tenth, yeah, of this following, you know, I just couldn't. Ima- I couldn't. I could only imagine the kind of stuff I would do with it. Well, she only has four hundred thousand followers because she puts. Her- yeah, but you say you're saying only, only. She, okay. She, reason, <laughs> she also has. So hold on. Why, she only almost has half why. a million. Yeah, only half a million, the dude. The reason why you she think if I sold half million. a million units right now, I'd be talking with you right now. I mean, I'm no, you still be here. You still be here. Probably. I meant to say I'm real like that. The reason why she has for so if she was doing like socially positive things, she wouldn't have four hundred. Well, then what does that say about us as people? Oh yeah, we're perverts, first of all. Yeah, but that, but we but we we, we you know that. However, while there are three men in the room and it's a bit of a sausage fest. I would yeah. probably festival. festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. No, I'm not about that. I'm not about that. You can't say testicle festival yeah. and leave it like that. You <laughs> can't say it. Oh, I'm stealing that one. Oh my god! But what I was gonna say, in the interest of fairness, is it would be good to, at some point, when we um, have a female guest, yes, we have some planned, yes, to pick it up with them to get their perspective. We need this, estrogen in the building, man. Yeah, because this is 
you know, there's, this is the opinion of three guys, and it would be nice to have a, a perspective of a a female. Yeah, but it's our platform. Don't get out of pocket and try it crazy. And tell us no, the they can do what they want. No, it's about inclusion. Play with you. Yeah, play it's about inclusion. Come but, through, man. We, we've got some really intelligent, forward-thinking lady friends. And when I say lady friends, friends who happen to be ladies, let me just get that out there. You're just digging um, yourself a hole, aren't I know, you? Just I know, keep on digging. We know some really, really forward-thinking, intelligent ladies, and yo, it would be good to have some of them come up here and give yeah. them... Give us their perspective. Yes, yes, because because that that would be interesting. Because like again, Chris Rock, Tambourine, he mentions uh, something quite interesting in uh, in his special where he talks about his. I think his parents are married for like forty years, and he goes, "I've been married for like fifteen, but in in the age of smartphones and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, that feels like forty. It's in the reason why I say it's interesting because in some ways he's right because it's fast tracked." through that process so when our parents uh were married and working they worked early in the morning come back late in the evening and during that time they would have little or no interaction with their spouse right with his husband or wife and so anything could happen in that day and they would find out when they got home or they could be reached at work which was probably never anyway and so they're time apart time to miss each other mm. now I could leave my house. I message my wife right away. Hey, hon, miss you. But how are we missing each other? Because we're always connected. Mm. And so what you end up doing is fast tracking that process of connection and you're never away from each other. Mm. That's real. It's real, right? That's real. I yeah. thought that was I thought that was pretty incredible. Yeah. And again, like I said, it's very insightful. It's very insightful. And so we're always connected and we don't switch off. And then we have to uphold these standards that we must do in order to... We've created these rules around what we must do on Instagram, right? What we must do on Twitter, what we must do on Facebook. We're not creating the rules, we're just following them. Mm-hmm. So eventually, oftentimes these rules are results of extensive research. Psychological too. Psychological tests to all these um, aptitude tests and brands. Yes. All these trending topics, they don't just yes. appear from anywhere. No, exactly. So, you know, the, um, in, early in the episode, I talked about when I'm not on social media that much, people who I consider friends don't even bother to check in. I think you said it on this episode. Yeah, earlier in the episode. Oh, I thought you said on the earlier episode. No, no, no. Early in this episode. I'm confused. That's fine. I want to try something with you. I want to see. It may work, it may not work. Screw it. I'll ask you a simple question. Mm-hmm. Why are you my friend? Because of social media. I'm your friend because you're a cool person. Right. But why am I a cool person? And we share similar uh, values and ethics. And we have similar interests. Right. And you you invited me to your wedding. That was real. (laughs) That was real. I came to to the country for you, dude. I just want you to know that. The reason why I asked you that is because I was uh, was reading about uh, like a simple test whereby, and you kind of almost proved it, but not really. So when we ask... Why are you my friend? Why do you like me? We get to the root of actually becomes very selfish. Mm. We share the same values. I share the same values as you. I didn't say that though. Yeah, you said we share the same similar values. Okay. Right. Isn't that inclusive though? It is. Right. But what people would tend to do is be, it's about them much about more than the other person. Agreed. Right. You like me as a friend and you're friends with me. Because there's something in you that strikes a, that I strike a chord with you, mm. whereby it suits your value system, 
and you go, I feel comfortable around this person because of so and so. Yeah, hundred percent. And so that's what we take into social media. So when we create cu- curate our timeline, we then start following people who then match up to what we feel is our right way or what we agree with, what we don't agree with. And if they ever get to a point where they don't align with our values or our perspectives, then we can unfriend them or right. block them at a whim. Right, exactly. And they're gone. Right, and they're gone, done, yeah. finished. Right, and so the reason why I asked that question is now you go, hey, you know, you're a good, cool guy, right? You said that, right? Mm-hmm. That can strike an emotional response in me. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool guy. Mm. Wow. Oh, you know what? I want to be friends with you because you struck a chord with me, Chris. You call me a cool guy, and because of who I want to be, I want to be a cool guy. I want to be a cool guy to you, Chris. Now we're friends, and that's that exchange. Something I've I've learned to do, and what I try to do often is. Listen to people with different perspectives. And that's not to say that I'm going to have a conversation with you and you feel differently um, to me about a subject and I'm going to walk away agreeing with you and think, oh, you know what, I agree with them. Right. But it's just good to, you know, check the pulse of how people feel and, and what they're saying. And remember, like, you don't, we don't know everything. When we started this podcast, we said, you know, we're lovers of detail. We're going to deep dive into everything. But we're still students. There's things that we, we yeah. don't know. So like in the real world, a lot of the most valuable lessons that I've learned are from people who don't think like me or from or people who disagree with me or disagree with me at one time. I think it's the same. The, the, the social media in the real world do hold some parallels. You learn from people who don't necessarily think like you. It's healthy, dude. This is discussion. It's healthy. I am not this person. Do not at me. Do not disturb me. If you don't agree with what I'm saying, I'm not talking to you. That is that's destructive. That's destructive. You're becoming you're 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 becoming a victim of isolation. That's like being in a classroom by yourself with no teacher. <laughs> it's madness. It is mad. It is mad. Like it's madness, and it, you know that's 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 sh- that's being shallow. And a lot of our communities do that, even before social media. We only mix with each other. How yeah. are we supposed to learn? So I think that's uh, another podcast done. I just I think there's so much more we could have touched on. We can. We, we might have to revisit this. No, I mean, well, no this is perfect now. Because now we'll have people say, oh my God, uh, you know what? You didn't talk about this and you didn't talk about that and you didn't talk about this. And oh my God, you think you guys are breaking atoms? You're not breaking anything. <laughs> You're just breaking wind, mate. <laughs> I did fart a couple times. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's that so smell. Bad. I feel so bad. Jeez. But, but oh. you know, we it's can't. like a cemetery. <laughs> we can't cover everything but we want to thank everyone at Clique Productions man like Darnell man like holding, Darnell always holding us down holding us down don't forget to uh, follow us um, on our socials at Break the Atoms Twitter Instagram and Facebook and remember to uh, subscribe on iTunes and write a review and write a review I'm getting a lot of WhatsApp messages with people reviewing the show and I'm like can you please just Take everything and copy and paste it and put it on iTunes. Yeah, just do that. That'll be that'll be uh, lovely jabbly. Yeah. Right? Lovely no, jabbly. Appreci- we appreciate all of you. And remember, we're on all your favourite podcast apps as well. So if you're on Android, uh, you can listen on SoundCloud, but you can also listen on Podcast Addict, uh, Podcast Republic, and all the other podcast apps. Any final words, Chris? Um, I just want to say uh, peace to Wakanda. Again? Yeah, again. Wakanda. Again. Peace to Wakanda. Drink lots of water. And look after each other.